The Money Doctors is proudly brought to you by leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno Group, the preferred choice for medical and dental professionals and the proud tax and accounting partner of both the Australian Medical Association Victoria and the Australian Dental Association Victoria branch. With the end of the financial year just around the corner, now's the time to turn to all things tax. And so, what should you be thinking about to get your own house in order? Well, Ricky Caldo and Mitch McEwen, both Associate Directors at leading financial services organisation, the Bongiorno Group, explained some of the important issues when lodging a tax return, including what you can and can't claim. Mitch starts with the ATO's three key focus areas it'll closely monitor from individual tax returns in 2023. The first one is rental properties. And essentially with rental properties, the loans that are connected to the rental property, they're looking at loan purpose. Okay, So if you've got an investment property and you decide to borrow against that property to what it could be travel, it could be to pay school fees, it could be whatever, you've got to be very careful about what you can and can't claim with that loan and ensure that the apportionment with the interest claim is done correctly. The second part of the loan is refinancing. So with all these fixed rates and everything coming off at the moment, there are a lot of people out there looking to refinance to find a better deal. And when you refinance, the institution where you go to, the bank might say to you, you know what, you can actually increase your limit a little bit and that gives you a little bit of extra money. But you've got to be careful when you're claiming that loan in your tax return. You can only claim the part of the loan that was initially used to purchase the investment property, the top-up portion won't be deductible in most cases. There are little clauses where you can do that as well. The second one is a very basic thing, but it will be something that it's in almost everyone's tax return, and that's the home office deduction. So a couple of little things. The first one is that if you're going to use the fixed rate method of home office deduction this year, and what the fixed rate method is, That is a rate that the tax office gives you that allows you to claim a cents per hour method and it includes everything though. It includes your phone, your internet, your gas, your electricity, everything. That's the fixed rate method. Now, for this year, the fixed rate method has actually increased. In 2022, it was 52 cents and in 2023, it's been increased to 67 cents to sort of take into account the new cost of living pressure. That's the fixed rate. There is the uh, the alternate rate where you can do it, I guess, the old school way, uh, and you can work out an apportionment for your actual costs with mobile, internet, gas, electricity, and the like. The third area that the tax office is targeting this year is what they call copy and paste deductions. So what a lot of people will do, they will literally just take, what did I have in last year's tax return? I'll just copy and paste it into this year's tax return. There's things that the tax office can get access very easily to with their data matching. So you've just got to be very careful that you're making sure your deductions in your tax return each year are applicable and and they're relevant. So Rick, you've identified some other key areas that we sort of are looking out for in our 23 returns. Would you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, following on the home office type expenses there, Mitch, with your mobile phone and your internet You're obviously allowed to claim a portion of that on your tax return as a tax deduction as well. If you're using your mobile phone 
and you're using your internet at home for work or for study purposes, up to a certain percentage. So depending on how much you use it for work, how much you use it for business, you are allowed to claim deductions for those kinds of things. The important thing there is under audit or under review from the tax office, they do ask you to keep some sort of diary or some sort of entry of your journal and how many hours you're actually working and studying from home. So it is important to have some sort of track record of you doing that work or study from home. If you're doing telehealth, it's very easy to look at your calendar to see which days you are doing telehealth from home. What's not so easy is all that study that you might be doing from home. You just need to try and keep a track of that and log that as best you can. So it's a best guess estimate basically, but having some sort of diary track record of keeping that. In the same vein, a lot of people are asking about record keeping. Obviously, the tax office are very big on us providing receipts and invoices to show how much these expenses cost when you are claiming them as a tax deduction. So the importance of record keeping can't really be understated when it comes to a tax return. We are sort of ditching the uh, electronic shoebox, if you like. Uh, We used to have big files come into the office. Everyone was keeping paper. Now it tends to be a big electronic file that everybody keeps for their record keeping. However you decide to do it, it's very important to keep all those things. So whether you're taking photos of your receipts and keeping them in a file on your phone or whether you're scanning them and keeping them in some sort of online storage facility, it's really important to keep those things. The next thing we sort of focus on a little bit here when it comes to the tax return and the end of the year is locum work. So locum work or private work. So basically when you're an employee at a hospital, you're going to be given your PAYG summary at the end of the year, telling us how much you earned, how much tax was withheld. When you're doing your locum work through your ABN, it's important for you just on that record keeping to keep all of those invoices, remittance advice slips, and really putting that on your tax return as additional income. So just with that too, in any 12-month period, if you feel like that ABN income, the locum work is going to be over $75,000 in any 12-month period, it's very important that you are registered for GST and we start submitting business activity statements as well. If you think you're near the cusp of that, please reach out because it's very important that we do that. The tax office are quite good at having a look at business schedules when you lodge a tax return to see exactly how much you've earned and there'll be a please explain should that not be the case. So the final thing I just wanted to touch on here as well everybody out there who's claiming income protection expenses on your tax return as a tax deduction, some different companies and different insurance providers only allow you to claim a certain percentage of your overall income protection expense as a deduction on your tax return. So it's very important to have a look at the receipt and the invoice that's provided to you by the insurance provider because sometimes 100% of the cost is not quite deductible. So very important to have a look at those kinds of things there, Mitch. Yeah, absolutely. I think with the income protection as a as a good rule of thumb for what's claimable is if there's a part of the policy where if you were to be paid out, such as like an accident benefit option or, or something like that, um, that you wouldn't be taxed on in your tax return, generally that portion of the premium is is not deductible. So important to not just look at what you paid for the premium, but actually how the insurance company breaks it up. And that's another thing the tax officer are all over at the moment. So 
Thanks for that, Rick. Um, look, we'd love to see you at Bongiorno's to come in and see you for your 2023 tax return. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, Rick and I are always available to help. Thanks for your time. You've been listening to The Money Doctors, proudly brought to you by leading financial services organisation, The Bongiorno Group. For more information, please call 03 9863 3111 or visit bongiorno.com.au. Please remember this general advice has been prepared without taking account of your objectives, financial situation or needs. You should consider the appropriateness of this advice before acting on it. If this general advice relates to acquiring a financial product, you should obtain a product disclosure statement before deciding to acquire the product.